Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is now 9.07 here at WCCO. Welcome back. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us right here at WCCO Radio. There's a lot going on. This is the hour. This is the last hour of the night. And the 9 o'clock hour is all about arts and entertainment. We hope that you want to know about it, that you'll get out and see all of these unique and interesting pieces that are going on all over the place in the Twin Cities metro area and beyond. Don't forget about all of the theaters and different places all over the state of Minnesota. It's just we we have a way with the uh, arts and entertainment, and it just really works here in the state of Minnesota. I'm grateful to be a part of it. Um, my first guest is someone that I've known for a while. She is very gifted. Her family is gifted. And uh, if you don't know her, her name is Kathleen Johnson. She is a vocalist and so much more. And she is joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline to tell us about this event coming up on November 4th and November 5th. How are you, Kathleen? I am wonderful. How are you? Oh, I love reading about you. Every time I see you, I go, oh, man, I didn't get tickets in time, you know, that sort of thing. So it's really good to hear your voice. Tell us about the big shows that are coming up. Well, you know, I am so blessed and honored to be asked to join the Blue Gardenia um, show at the Capri Theater on Saturday night and then a matinee on Sunday. And I am um, in the company with, of course, Dennis Spears inviting me and then Thomasina Petras and then the wonderful... Patty Lacey. Yeah, that Patty. She is perfect pitch. Perfect pitch. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. So yes. tell me more about the Blue Blue Gardenia. I know it's happening on November 4th at 7 p.m. And then the Sunday mm-hmm. matinee, as you mentioned, November 5th is at 3 p.m. But I'm curious yes. to know, what is the Blue Gardenia? Well, you know, well, when the title, when, when Dennis told me the title, I was just like, this is just so beautiful. Because, well, I am singing Etta James. Oh, and yes. <laughs> yes, I'm singing uh, James and uh, Thomasina, of course, she's doing Billy, Billy Holiday. And then she does it Pat- so well, doesn't she? Oh, my goodness. Yes, <laughs> it's so it's crazy. But Patty is doing Phyllis Hyman. And I mean, oh, no, Kim, I had a chance artist. to meet her. Javita really? was performing with um, um. Oh, my God, Whalem, Kurt Whalem. And mm-hmm. they were on um, tour, and th- there mm-hmm. she was. She was right there on stage after um, Kurt finished, and I was, like, in awe. I saw her oh, perform my. in um, 
right near Indianapolis, and she was awesome. Mm-hmm. That deep, rich voice of hers. Mm-hmm. Man, incredible. Okay, tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, I mean, this is just a, an opportunity for me to be at the Capri. I mean, I the Capri Theater is where I would sneak away to see movies back in the day, coming from South Minneapolis and getting on the floor to, you know, go over to, to see movies. And just to be in that theater um, – and performing this kind of music that, that no matter what you hear these songs is just going to take you back and give you some good feelings and some memories. And, you know, just the three of us, I mean, Dennis, he, he chose, I'm just going to say, he chose the right ones to channel the energy of these three vocalists. And um, like when I close my eyes with Thomas, you know, when I close my eyes with Patty, I feel these artists, the yeah. spirit, you know, of them being like, wow, look, look at these ladies, you know, doing the do with the with the, the vocals and the passion and the, you know, everything that they went through in their lives, their stories. Yeah. You know. And when you mm-hmm. have an opportunity to do something like this, you have the opportunity to do research, which you're good at that. Um, research mm-hmm. and find those songs, those pearls that many people mm-hmm. haven't heard. Right? Did you right. find some right. of those, and and are, can you tell us a couple of them? Well, you know, I actually, of course, when I, I've been studying um, uh, Etta James for, gosh, I mean, really, honestly, I started studying in like 2009 because I just had decided that I, if I'm going to be a singer, I want to um, also mentor, and I, I I tell the people that I mentor to go and study. Not only her why why she sung like she sang, <laughs> but you know everything that she she's gone through in her life. I mean, when you do that, you do with any, like anybody, Whitney, Tina Turner, Aretha. You just you know when I was younger, I just sung the songs. But as I got older, I was like, wow, I just want to know what is this song about, really right. and truly. And I just feel like you can present it better. You know, you can present it, be more serious about the quality of it and the, the, the passion and the meaning of it when you when you study the artist. Right. And these are these are three black women that are coming together. Correct. So you're doing correct. the music of Billie Holiday, as you said, Etta James and Phyllis Hyman. Do you think mm-hmm. that people here in the great state of Minnesota, especially in the Twin Cities, will understand or remember or know some of those songs about Phyllis. Are you telling a bit of the story or are you just saying, hey, let's get out there and do these incredible songs? You know, I think if I think about um, Patty, you know, singing, it's funny because, you know, she's Luther's back backing vocals. That's as right. well, and I'm able to just be able to, wow, I'm singing. Luther sang Luther. at her, uh, at her uh, wedding, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and just, <laughs> you know that 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 they just are just taking it so serious. A lot, you know, a lot of times singers will just sing songs, or they'll get in a band, or you know, get in the next band, and then the band leader will just give them this music and say, "Hey, this is what we need you to do." Um, and it's not really for them, you know what I mean? Right. It's not really the, what what would bring them into the best light, first of all, but then the artist and the, everything that they were about is lost by just singing a song just because it's a hit or whatever, right? Right, right. But but Etta James, I mean, I'm still, and, and every time I do a theme show and I go back and I read or I look deeper, it's just 
wow. That's all I got to say. Exactly. Wow. That's the reason, and that's the what you have to say about Etta James. And I have to tell you, I had a chance to see her perform at, uh, what is that casino called? Mystic Lake. And they have that big 4,000 uh, seat um, amphitheater. No, that's a theater inside. And it's really, it was, it was quite remarkable. When she came out, it started out as a great concert. And then all of a sudden, things really changed. And she just wasn't feeling well. Um, right, you could right, really right. tell. And that's the whole thing. When you guys, when we right. get on stage as singers, especially mm-hmm. you, <laughs> what do you do to prepare? You know what? I really have to like the full week, and I and I and I do this better now because I'm retired from the minute. Retired? Oh, hey! I am retired. Yeah, I'm retired. You know, my building burnt down. Right, that was my duty. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going. I'm not going back. I don't care what building it's in. But I really just feel like just taking care of yourself, eating your eating right, and I mean, literally having to, you know, everything from stretching out your body to, you know, drinking your water and just to really be like, I want to feel as good as I can feel for, I don't care if I'm just singing one song, um, you know, because when we run around and do so much and we're so tired from doing this, that, and the other, and then we have to perform, we're we're still able to do it and, and sell it. But if you don't feel good and excited and strong and, you know, everything you need as far as energy to go in present an Etta James vocally. You know what I mean? It's, it's a full body. It is. It is. And she had a very hard time on that stage. That woman was singing and singing and singing. And no matter even, see, that's the thing. If you are gifted to be able to have, um, to be the ability to sing, I Mm -hmm. I don't know. I keep telling people, somebody has got to tell me when I'm done. And I'm still not going to yes, listen. Yes, me too. <laughs> I tell my kids that all the time. Like, you guys, will you tell me, will you tell me when I, you know, will somebody just keep it real? And if you do keep it real, I'll see if I'll listen to you or not. I'll, you know. <laughs> that's your <laughs> choice, huh? <laughs> I'll let you know if that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's rough. It, you know, it's really, I call it the road to the stage to be like, and then I make it there. And it's not easy, right? Right. It's always something. Right. Then you wake up the next morning, and then you're looking around like, okay, now what am I? What's going to be my next, you know, thing? I think I'm going to take three months off, and you know, go do something else. And something just pulls you, just snatches you. It's called the gift, honey. That's what it is. That's what snatches right you, back. right? I wish we had more time to talk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's just been wonderful talking to you, Kathleen Johnson. If you don't know who she is, you got to go see the show. Tell people what where, where the website is, uh, what time should they arrive even. Well, you go to the Capri website, and, you know, the, the doors, they usually are opening in a year, I mean, like an hour before but on Saturday, 7 p.m., and then, you know, that time, that's what the show is. And then on Sunday, 3 p.m. All right. I am excited for you. I, I know that I can't come, um, but I'll be praying for you and thinking about you. So knock them out. I've seen you knock them out. I saw you at Cronus before. I know what you yeah. can do. So <laughs> just have a great time, honey. Let it all go. And if in the Capri Theater, the address, I want to make sure I have this because I can never remember it. It's 2027 West Broadway, and this is in North Minneapolis. This is where Prince used to play all the time. So please right. come and share in this amazing music um, that many of you will say, I know those songs, and some of you will go, oh, I know, right. I know. Just come, and you'll see why. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us, Kathleen. Take care of you. 
Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a break and come back with our next guest. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It is now 921 here at WCCO. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. Our second guest is Paul Kyle. He's with the Minnesota Symphonic Winds Associate uh, Conductor and Baritone Player, by the way. Um, you know, um, this particular song is called Castles in Europe. It was really quite fun. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And it's by uh, James Reese Europe, arranged by Chandler Wilson uh, from their October 2022 Album Now, Minnesota Symphonic Winds um, have the concert on November 3rd at the Wyzetta Community Church. If you have never been to Wyzetta Community Church, I tell you, they are wonderful. The congregation is wonderful. It doesn't feel like a church that you say, oh, I don't want to go into that thickness, you know, of a church. No, this this is where people are happy and they give their souls and they come in with smiles on their faces. I'm telling you, it's fabulous. So if you get a chance, go and check it out. Um, what was the raising voices part? Um, I, I want to know about it because now the, the guest that is joining us is Paul Kyle. And Paul, I'm, I'm curious about the raising voices. I want to welcome you to WCCO tonight and say thank you for um, being a part of it. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And yeah, the Raising Voices concert for us fits into our vision and mission as a community band to try to raise the voices of composers that are frequently uh, underrepresented or need their voices raised up. So we've been focusing um, last season as well as this season, and in particular, this upcoming concert by featuring female composers, BIPOC composers, indigenous composers, in an effort to let their voices be heard for the rich knowledge and music that they've been creating. Awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Now, I understand that you have a 90-member a 90 member adult community band, and it includes performers representing all areas of the Twin Cities, like you just mentioned, as well as many different professions. That's so cool. And you've been with this for what, uh, since 1970-something? 
I've been with this group since about 2008, but this group has been around for decades, um, since about 1978, and has just a rich history of musicians wanting to gather and make music together. Many of them are not professional music makers. Um, They have other professionals, engineers, lawyers, technology, uh, but they have one thing that unifies all of them, and that's coming together weekly to make music, which is just so wonderful. So so what about the genres that you guys will do in this concert on November 3rd at the Wyzetta Community Church? Well, that's a really good question. You know, the band does all sorts of genres from marches to overtures to special pieces written for the band. But this particular program, again, really focuses more on 20th century contemporary music, but music that's very accessible to the lay listener. And everything from a a wonderful piece called She Dares, She Leaps by Erica Savano, uh, a Minnesota composer, who wrote a piece just celebrating the courageous things that women have done. So the piece has lots of wide leaps and and daring tonalities to kind of express that. But then we have pieces um, by a, a black composer, William Owens, called Quicksilver. And in that piece, William has emulated the iconic circus march from the Barnum and Bailey Circus Bands. And so it's just a fun toe-tapping piece. And then we go all the way over to Japan with a very well-known Japanese composer, Toshio Mishima, a piece called Three Notes of Japan, or Le Trois Notes de Japan. Uh, And it's very um, French-like in its quality, almost like listening to Ravel or Debussy, but it has just that touch of Japanese heritage and just celebrating the wonderful tones and sounds that bands can create. You know, we have so many amazing organizations here in the Twin Cities um, that offer so music that is just incredible, just like the Symphonic Winds or, you know, the the St. Paul. Um, oh, my goodness, I forget who <laughs> what they are. But they you know that there are so many different small um, groups of, of um, those classical pieces, and some of them write new music. I'm just really excited about it. I, My family and I just finished working with the Minnesota Orchestra, and I have to tell you, I was in awe of all of it. Um, just so amazing. So when, when you are up there and you are engaged with all of them on stage, I just want to know, what do you feel? What what happens to you when that moment and that's, it begins, the concert begins? Yeah, boy. That's a really good question. And you're right. I mean, what an embarrassment of riches we have here in the Twin Cities, whether it be orchestral or bands or vocal or ballet. I'm just struck at how artistic um, the area is and the opportunities we have. So I serve as both a performer in the ensemble, but also as the associate conductor. But whether I'm playing or conducting, uh, the first emotion that comes to mind is excitement, the excitement to share with the audience and breathe to life uh, a piece of exhilarating music and let them hear that, many of them for the very first time. I would be willing to bet that on this particular program for November 3rd, this will be the very first time people have ever heard these works. So it's exciting. And then there's just a moment of pride as well to know that not only are we working to 
uh, bring music to people's lives and enrich them and bring some joy, but also to raise the voices of these composers and to help them find a home in the greater musical world. If people want tickets, are there still tickets available? Absolutely, yeah. They can just show right up at the door at Wyzetta Community Church, purchase a ticket, and come on in. And, and how much you know, is the ticket? The, um, the tickets, I believe, are $5 at the door. Uh, now we're talking. Great. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing that information. So, um, of course, it, it, there's probably a website that you have that people can learn more about you before they get to the church. So can you give us that website? Yeah, it's www.minnesotasymphonicwinds. Wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us and, and telling us all about that. Um, it's interesting that we have so much richness when it comes to orchestras or the chamber orchestras, you name it. It's so much that we can just hold on to, right? Um, and so many that love the music that you are talking about. I wish I could be there that night, but I can't. Is it in the evening? I'm sorry. Give me the time of that. Is it 730? Yeah, it's a 7.30 uh, performance. And the other beautiful thing about the performance is that we're pairing ourselves with the Orono Wind Ensemble. So another part of our mission is to try to combine with high school ensembles and as adults, let young people see that they can continue playing later on in life. The idea that if they can see it, they can be it. Knowing that we as adults who are not making our living as professional musicians but doing other things continue to have fun making music in our lives. It's amazing, isn't it? We are blessed to be a part of it. Thank you so much we for joining are. us tonight, Paul. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be on. All right. Take care. You too. Our next guest coming up is one of my favorites, Rohan Preston. Here he comes. Stay tuned. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, everyone. Of course, I've already introduced you to our next guest. Uh, I just adore him. I think he's absolutely wonderful. He is the lead theater critic over at the Star Tribune, and we are so excited to have him anytime we can get him right here on WCCO Radio. His name is Rohan Preston. How you doing, Ro? I'm well, thank you. I'm, I'm always delighted, delighted to gab with you. Oh, <laughs> we used to say that, didn't we? <laughs> we used to say that. Because we do gab, honey. Sometimes we we get lost and the, the clock is ticking and Jonathan looks at me going, it's time to take a break. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. We just have one more thing to talk about, right? So, okay, there's a lot going on in the Twin Cities and in the great state of Minnesota. I want to start out by asking you, do you also pay attention to all of the theater that is happening throughout the state of Minnesota, not just the Twin Cities? You know, we, we, we want to. We, the short answer is that we don't do as much as we would like for stuff that's happening in Duluth and Rochester and St. Cloud. And, but we, we want to. And, and there's a lot that happens. And, I mean, there, there's stuff that happens in summertime in Bemidji. Stuff happens at the Great River Shakespeare Festival in Winona. And we write about those. Um, we You know, we... we like this past summer, I did, I did a, a roundup of, of some 
some shows that are happening all throughout the state, which was really, really oh, nice. Oh, nice. Can um, you tell us a little bit? Yeah, well, you know, the, I mentioned the Great River Shakespeare Festival down in Winona. They were doing thing, things actually going even beyond the state to uh, American Players Theater, uh, which is about five hours away in Wisconsin. Um, um, that's interesting work there. Um, we uh, have a Commonweal Theater down in um, um, by the Root River down in Lanesboro, um, mm-hmm. which, which, where I've been. Um, it's been a few years, but I've, I've been down there and overnighted and seen their work. Um, so there's there's theater all over, but it's a really, really excellent point you make uh, that we want to and we should do a lot more um, with, you know, with coverage of, of, of these um, shows and theaters uh, all throughout the state. Yeah, you know, here's the thing, the challenge for me. I worry that uh, throughout the state, um, we they don't hear much about the Ivies, right? We used to have the Ivies here in the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. and it was remarkable. I miss it. I miss it so much. And, know. you know, it's a way to really just let Minnesotans know that we are doing great things, you know? So to have an Ivy... Um, presentation, which we we know that was going on for quite a while. I'm just curious to know if it has hurt us with all the things that has happened um, with theater throughout the country. It's been very difficult with the pandemic and so much more, right? Yet theater is still going strong, and I'm so grateful for that. We've lost some theaters. We've gained some theaters. Do you know by any chance how many theaters are in the state of Minnesota? We, we, you know, the, the last census we did was before the pandemic, um, and that that was in the '80s in terms of professional companies. Um, but but your your point is is again is really well taken. Yesterday, um, uh, I, I I saw Scott uh, Mayer who founded oh, the Ivy. Oh, that's right. How is he? He is well, and you know, we were talking of just about these very same things. Um, very same themes about um, how we miss uh, kind of a central celebration, um, but also how um, how how we we can somehow gather and, and take the pulse and the health of the community and, and you know sort of diagnose where things can be improved um, and where things are thriving um, basically, and so it was a it was really substantive conversation, I should tell you, at the gym. At the gym, <laughs> where all things matter. <laughs> at the gym. Um, but it was really, really substantive and and reminded me that, you know what, we actually need to do an update post-pandemic on the health uh, of, of the whole community, but also literally count how many theaters we have, how many professional companies we have now, uh, compared to before the pandemic, and right. um, that that's going it, to it's going to take some sussing out. Um, but you know, of course, um, work is gonna, being done at Park Square uh, now, but not Park Square Theater itself. But it's more like a rental house um, because Full Circle Theater is putting on Anonymous there. Um, so it's 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 an interesting question, and it's interesting. Um, 
um, an important one um, for the health of our community. So that's something I'll, I'll be doing. I'll be tackling. Okay. I'm so glad that you gave us a little update on that because a lot of people ask the question from out of town, right? In other like places in New York, they come here and they start finding out the incredible um, actors, singers, they, they start asking questions. Oh, my gosh, you guys have so much, and we are blessed to have so much. Not just in the Twin Cities, though. It's also across, across the state of Minnesota, and I want to make sure that's clear, you know? <laughs> so. Absolutely. And, you know, like the Duluth Playhouse, um, I mean, you, you could, I, I, I keep naming names, and, and these are places that we have to get to, um, and um, I don't know how, but we will. <laughs> I think you do know how, because if there's anyone that I would call first to find out, well, what do you think and how will we do it? It would be you. It would be you. It, absolutely. But I, I'm thinking in terms of um, just like uh, like the human thing about it. Like, you know, I mean, there, there are weekends when we have five, six, seven, eight openings and and you could only do three of them. Right. You know, and so it's like, how do we do all of all we want to do? Sometimes my eyes are much bigger than my stomach, you know? Yeah, but maybe talk to your wife. She's a brilliant woman. Get her out there, man. Come on. She takes three. You take three. (laughs) (laughs) And then you guys get to talk about it over dinner. Now, that might be an argument. No, no, no. It wasn't as good as what I saw. You know, that'll be fun, darling. That'll be fun. <laughs> it would be. It would be. I love. I love that idea. I love that idea. But you know, I mean, people complain because you know, for ten years ago, you know, we had a much. Um, there things were a little more robust in terms of the amount of people writing about theater, talking about theater, and performing arts. Um, and and now they're not just not as many, frankly. Right. Um, and and so you know we've lost city pages and the rake and 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 um, some of the smaller publications and so it's it's it is um, a, a thing that's in flux and um, in transition and uh, we'll come out on the other end of it. I mean, of course, people in the industry and theater are always talking about how everyone says theater is, is, is not going to make it. And, of course, they've been saying that for 2,500 years. Right. So true. So true. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it will continue, and, and, the, and the good work will continue uh, as well, I think, you know. Okay, last comment for me. I am terrified that we will lose theaters, right? I don't even want to think about it. I've heard people say to me, well, you know, things in other cities are really hard and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 don't don't even talk about that here in Minnesota. We don't want to hear that, right? We want to go up and forward, up and forward as much as we can. So that has been a challenge for me. I told my truth that I have that sense, you know, like other cities that have lost so many theaters. Um, it's been a challenge. Yet, it, it, it seems to come back, and I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, and, you know, I have to say that we have reasons to celebrate. I mean, artistry in Bloomington was on the fritz, on the bubble, if you will, um, a year ago, and now it's back. Um, Spelling Bee there was a beautiful production, um, and they're just racing ahead, right? So, you know, the city of Bloomington step, stepped up, and then their patrons and donors stepped up um, and helped them to a place that's steady 
um, they, they, you know, there's going to be challenges. And, and what you, you've said is absolutely true. We read lots of gloom and doom from across the country, from L.A., from New York, from Chicago, about theaters in trouble, theaters canceling seasons and all of that. We don't have the same level here. So we're an outlier and are special. But it means also that, you know, things are challenging. Um, and, and we, as special as we are, as, as remarkable and notable as we are, um, um, we have to be vigilant as well. Exactly. If you ever want me to come with you to come and look at some theaters, you pray about it first, and then I'll let you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got to go. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure having you, Ro. It's so wonderful. And by the way, I think company is coming right up. Um, So let's go to that one, and then we'll talk about it on the air. Okay, you got a deal. Take care of yourself, okay? Okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Our final guest tonight for Center Stage is Leslie Vincent, and she will be joining us in just a moment. If you don't know what the, who that voice is, uh, I have to tell you, the last time she came on with me, we had a blast talking about music and the things that she's been doing. And her name is Leslie Vincent. She's a local musician is what they call her, but she's so much more than that. The History Theater is thrilled to partner with the incredible Leslie Vincent and Jen Burley Benz uh, as they present A Night of Jazz, Broadway, and Pop. And that is uh, happening on Saturday November 4th, and um, she's really quite remarkable. How are you, honey? Hey, Leslie. I'm so good. I loved hearing that you said we had a blast last time we we chatted. I agree. Yeah, it was really fun. Thank you so much then, and I look forward to hearing you talk about psychedelics. Was that the Psychedelics With You song that we just played, Jonathan? It sure was. I really like that one, too. Okay, (laughs) first of all, how do you decide what you are going to go for next because you are, you know, in demand. (laughs) Um, I really look for projects that I think will bring me joy and let me make the kind of music that's speaking to me at any given moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the history theater has been an artistic home of mine in the past. And Jen Burley Benz is uh, a fellow artist that I've looked up to for a very long time. So thrilled to get to work with them and, and put together a night of music that has just really been speaking to me recently. Yeah, I'm really excited that you added pop to this piece because you said a night of jazz, Broadway, and pop. And, um, you know, I'm a pop queen. I, I At least I try to call myself that. I, I just love pop music. And you love all of it. You sing all of it. Do you also sing <laughs> R&B? I think we talked about that. You know, I... I haven't spent enough time in it to feel comfortable, but it's something I would love to do. I actually was just talking about this yesterday with a friend. It's a genre that I grew up with and I love. Um, and I think maybe I love it too much to to do it. Like I'm worried I'm going to do it wrong. or But uh, maybe that will be next on my list to try to tackle. Maybe it will be me and you together singing a song, an R&B <gasps> song. How about that? How about oh, we check into that, that, honey? You know, because <laughs> you might as well go for it if you want to. If you want to go for it, that's how I am with pop music. I love gospel music. I love so many genres, um, even classical. Right? I have been oh, practicing yeah. different classical songs, and sometimes I go, "Why am I doing this? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's complicated, but it's worth it, right? It's worth it." Yes, it's it's all interconnected, and it always helps strengthen whatever genre you're working in. Yeah. So what has been your biggest challenge when it comes to 
figuring out the type of music that you want to sing, what additions you want to make, and do you ever go back and look at all that you've um, all of the uh, lyrics from different songs that you've sung? Do you look at it and say, okay, it's time for other music now? Oh yeah, I I have been kind of struggling with this question of should I keep exploring all these different genres or should I really stick to one lane and what does it mean to be like, um, you know, kind of that, that jack of all trades, master of none kind of expression. Mm-hmm. Like what if I'm never good enough in one genre? Um, but then I, I just find myself so drawn to different musical expressions and different paths that so far I haven't really been able to rein myself in. Um, but uh, so always just trying to challenge myself too to like bring authenticity to what I do, right? So if I'm going to do a pop song, I want to bring the pop sensibility. Same with country, same with folk. Um, anything that I'm doing, you know, I, I really want to do the piece justice. Yeah, but that's what you do. See, don't don't let anybody tell you that you shouldn't do it. And and, and if you feel like you want to do it, try it. Even if you mm-hmm. say to the neighborhood where you live, hey, you guys, why don't you come sit on my lawn? Or if they're in an apartment building, hey, let's let's get this gather together in one of these big areas in the apartment building and let's just sing. I just want to sing. And I want you guys to tell me what you think about some of these new genres mm-hmm. I'm introducing myself to. Do it. Because what happens is you can step up and forward, not just forward, but up and forward. Mm. So keep going, Leslie. This is what you do. You know, don't, yeah. don't, oh. don't worry about it. Just find the time to say, I'm going to sing an Aretha song. Let me see which one is it going to be, mm-hmm. right? And some mm-hmm. people can say, let me tell you something. I, did, uh, uh, I don't do tributes. Um, the whole thing with uh, Aretha Franklin, when she died, it was two days after her death, and I was supposed to do a different show at the Dakota. And I called Lowell and said, hey, I really want to sing all Aretha songs in two days. So I did. And you're talking about difficult and challenging, but absolutely rewarding. And I grew from it. Just go ahead. Oh. Go for it. Go for it, Leslie. Come on. I've been hearing you sing. I've been listening to your music. Mm-hmm. And you can do this. Try it. <laughs> If you don't like it, you don't like it, but try it, okay? Try just one song. You know, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Oh, my gosh. Oh, come on. Come on now. so incredible. Exactly right. Come on now. Come on now. Don't make make me come over to see you perform. I have to stand up and go, she's going to sing and I read the tune right now. Oh man! Okay, next, you know, next show I do, I'm gonna I'm gonna put one in just for you. Yeah, just one song or half a song, you know. Go for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Actually, no, it's funny that you say that because I was working on um, Natural Woman earlier today. Shut up! No kidding. Yeah, Carol isn't that King? so funny when those things Such happen? A great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I sang that song, song with Carol King. I, I mean, I couldn't believe Garrison Keillor said, you know, yeah, you know. Carol King's going to be on the show, and and she wanted me to sing with her. Garrison said yes, yes, and there it was. I sang. Were you nervous? With Carol King. Nervous. I was completely emboldened. I my chest was all up and tight, you know. <laughs> so there's that. But I had a blast, and I learned so much from her. I learned oh. so much from her in that one moment. So go for it, okay? If that's what you want. That's incredible. Go for it. Yeah. But don't keep yourself. Don't be stagnant. Don't just sit. That's not you. No, I needed to hear that today, honestly. All right, then. Call me. We'll do a song together. (laughs) 
Okay. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it is always a pleasure having you on. Um, once this is happening and people want to know about it, of course, what is the website? Is it History Theater with a T-R-E at the end dot com? Yes, that's correct. All right. And then, of course, the sales of the tickets, how much are they? Do you know? Um, you know, I don't remember off the top of my head, but all the information's on the website. And uh, Oh, I just found it. And, I just found it. Tickets oh, are $32 on the main floor and $25 in the balcony. Uh, for tickets, call the box office at 651-292-4323. Again, that's... Six five one two nine two four three two three. Oh my gosh! I hope I get a chance to get there. How many shows are you going to do? This is just a one night only event uh, for the History Theater. Okay, um, November fourth, yeah. Saturday. Yep. November fourth, this Saturday. Yep. Okay, knock them out, honey. Let me. I hope I can make oh. it. Okay, let me know if you do. I'm. I always love seeing you around. So you too. Thanks for letting me chat with you. It's always so nice. It's always a pleasure. Take care of yourself, Leslie. You too. You All too. right. Thank you to everyone who has stuck uh, with us tonight. Really appreciate it. We love that you are engaged and involved. It is one of my favorite things to do is to be here with you. So thank you. Thanks to Jonathan Lowe as our producer from 7 to 9 p.m. And then, of course, Chris Tubbs, the producer for the 9 o'clock hour. It's been fun, you guys. I'll see you next Sunday, I hope. Good night. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.